So if you had just one or two things, like essential items that you could buy, what would they be? So today we've got Rach on the show. Uh, Rachel is my fiance, and she really did define and help me uh, through my ways. Of course, being a new pup owner, it's scary even if you do know what you're doing. Um, but she had, she's had dogs before, and she's gone through the whole process. So I wanted to to chat to her and just go through her. Um, stories, her issues, what what happened with her in the first few weeks, what to expect um, when you've got a pup, any advice, and of course, what essential things would you buy, and uh, what would they be? So, Rach, tell me your story. Hi. So, we've always had dogs, so from growing up, we had Rixie, who then went to, well... Like my grand is probably the easiest way to describe it once I was born. So we've seen him every day. So we always had that dog around. And he was a Jack Russell. Then a few years later, once my brother was born and we were old enough, we then got Fluff as a pup. And then we had Lady in between that. Quite a few dogs. There were always dogs. What dogs were there? So Lady was King Charles Spaniel. Fluff was a Cairn Terrier. Barney was a mongrel. We don't Barney? quite... <laughs> oh, tired. It's now. been a long day. <laughs> you mean Monty, don't you? Yes. Monty was a mutt of everything. We don't quite know what he was, but he was awesome. Yeah. And then Pete and I got Barney. Okay, so I remember the first few weeks. So we bought Barney back from Dogs Trust on day, I think it was, um, I think it was a Wednesday. Maybe it was a Saturday, I don't know. We brought him back, and there's pictures online with, with us and him in the car, and he's a tiny ball of fluff. It was a Sunday. It was Sunday, okay. <laughs> All days wrong. Um, but he was a tiny ball of fluff, mm-hmm. wasn't he? And I remember we didn't have anything um, up until two days before, where we got everything, sort of checked out, the garden done. We had spent ridiculous amounts in pets at home mm-hmm. um, and I think it was just about us being new parents wasn't it? Definitely um, What do you think the hardest bit was for you with picking the white pup? You don't pick a dog, the dog picks you That's the right answer and he really did actually pick us, there's a, a story to it and we'll go into it um, in a later <laughs> date but he did actually pick us um, but Yeah, I'll tell you that story in a few podcast time but with the first few weeks of having Barney, what advice would you give? You know, if you could give an overview of what you did and then what advice you'd give um, moving forward for anyone else that's doing it. To make sure you've got at least one, if not two weeks off work to get them toilet trained quickly and effectively. Um, so at the time I was at uni, I was just st- mid-thesis writing. So all you were doing a lecture- master's, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. so... It was a lovely 10,000 word piece, but it was all good. About halfway through that, so I thought it'd be fine, I'll be home with the dog all day. Ended up doing the night shift as well because people had to work, and of course, those with jobs got priority of sleep. <laughs> so, for the first few nights, I was out the back with the dog every 20 minutes to get into the routine and establish the command word of let's go do wee wees. And then stretching it out longer and longer until it could last, say, four hours at a time and I could get a decent kit for a while. <laughs> so the first couple of weeks are hard and bear with it because within the first kind of 
I'd say four weeks he was pretty much going through all night because he had learnt that he doesn't need to go at night time and he doesn't like going out in the cold. He's quite a fussy little thing. He doesn't like getting his paws wet. doesn't like going out in the rain. So tries to hold it in as long as possible the next day, which I was very grateful for. There's a whole story with you taking an umbrella outside or... Yes. Yeah, and uh, and he went then, but he didn't go without didn't the umbrella. Didn't go without the umbrella because he didn't like getting wet. <laughs> so, yes, you do get to know your puppy very well in the first couple of weeks, especially whoever is doing the night shift duty. Um, yeah, so it's really hard, and sometimes you think... Is it all right? But to be fair, he was toilet trained really quickly and within the first six weeks, we were able to go without using any poly training pads. There's no accidents in the house unless he gets overexcited or we missed his cues. Mm. Learn your puppy's cues. That's a really good point, actually, to <coughs> learn the puppy's cues. And Barney now, I know he gets, um, he, he starts barking when he needs to go out to the loo, doesn't he? Um, generally goes to the door area and looks at the door and barks. Yeah, that's it. And that was something that, that we taught him quite early on, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go through how and, and what we did um, in, a, in a few podcast time. I also put a manual out there as well. It's in our uh, easy guide too. So you can have a look in there as well. But what, what should you expect when you get a pup from day one to day, let's say month one? From day one to month one, if you could summarise it in ten things. Don't let a cup of tea go cold, but it will go cold because you'll forget about it because you take the dog out every 20 minutes. <laughs> to start off with, when they're very young, their bladders, they don't know what outside is, have lots of little tasty treats or their kibble. Kibble works quite well. Yeah. Take it out after they do it. Praise them. Don't shout at them if they make a mistake because they're learning. Mm. And if they make a mistake, it's because we've missed their cues. We've missed them sniffing or going around in a circle Mm. or barking as they get a bit older and learn to use their voice and their other cues. And it's quite easy to to do that Mm. at such a young age because they're needing the loot all the time. They can't hold anything in. Um, But But it's rewarding what you want them to do. So once they go outside, so for example, Barney has a spot that he will go to the toilet at night and will only go in that spot. Yeah, exactly. And even on his walk, he has three specific areas that he will only go to the toilet in. That's a, it's a very good point, actually. So he becomes quite predictable, but it's all about setting that routine in the first couple of weeks. So the same routine that comes came up in the last pos- podcast that we did, and keeping that routine and making sure that that's almost unbroken. It becomes rewarding for yourself as a parent, doesn't it? Um, what, what would you say the two items that we bought were the most helpful for you, in your opinion? Um... What, in the first two, three weeks or in general? Let's say in general. General. I would say the Kong has been a godsend for during the day. So we've got the little ones that you grow through and you kind of stuff it as a toy. We've also got the big kind of wobble Kong that you feed them through, which for Barney, who's part lab and who's a very greedy boy or was very greedy, he's getting better at like sectioning off his food for the day now. But, um, yeah, he would normally wolf his food down and almost make himself sicky at it that quickly. Mm. So the Kong Wobbler makes him work for it and definitely takes the strain out of eating. Okay. And what would you say the other thing would be? Um, I would say a couple of extra beds always come in useful or a big blanket or something just to protect your sofa. And also because when you're puppy training, you don't want to be stuck in the one room all the time. You want to be able to go into different rooms and have them used to other rooms. Mm. But be 
don't be silly with it. Make sure they're kind of puppy proofed and everything, and you've got them trained to settle on a mat or a rug, and he knows that's his area. Okay, no, that's that's good stuff. I know for me it was um, we bought him a gate. Uh, I say gate. It was more like a pen, a big, big pen off Amazon, um, and I think that was really, really good as well. Um, alongside a couple of other things that we we got him like a car seat belt that was quite cool, um, and a couple of other things that we'll we'll put in a in a manual for you. Um, so, if you could summarise in all from every pup that you've ever had, what would you do? What advice would you give to our listeners out there? If, like the majority of people, you're planning on having a job and nobody's going to be at home with the dog for most of the day and you're going to build up to having kind of five, six hours at home, sometimes longer on the occasional day if you're stuck in traffic, who's not... Mm is to definitely nail the routine and toilet training and house training within the first kind of two to four weeks once they're home because mm. that just makes life a lot easier for everybody then yeah no i think that's brilliant <coughs> well then what we'll do is we'll put a little guide together and as i said that's also in the easy guide as well but for now that's uh rachel myself over and out um as always We'd love to see you again or speak to you again on the next episode. So uh, come and join in. Cheers. Bye-bye.